0: And welcome to the Geek Embassy Geeks Out Over 2018. I'm your host, Regina McMenemy, and today I'm with Dante, Isabella, Max, Nicole, and Stephen will be joining us at some point when his children have settled down or quieted down um, the life of the parent, people. I mean, we're running late this morning, partially because of kids. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's a
0: lot of things. There was caffeine needed to be had. Lighting oh, yeah. needed to be shifted. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. things take I a little a little pain. wrangling. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> yep. I woke up at 945. And I was like, oh, I have something to record in 15 minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't have that problem. I was up early this morning. Um, <laughs> but I did have a minor preschooler meltdown upon coming mm. into my office. So here we are. All of us together. pray for all of us being in the same place Yay. at the same time. Hooray, all of us. <laughs> Praise the sun. So, for this uh, live hangout episode, uh, we're going to be recounting some of our favorites from 2018. Uh, just to preface uh, for our listeners, uh, these aren't necessarily media from or, or things from 2018 as much as they are things that we discovered. So our books may not have been written in 2018. Our games may not have been produced this year. Um, different things like that. We're pretty much just going on what we've experienced new and um, excited exciting stuff for this year. So... Um, We're going to talk about books, um, TV shows, movies, games, and uh, then we're going to have a wild card, which uh, will probably be how we end the show with us talking about something that really doesn't fit into any of those other categories. So uh, that's our show. Hopefully we get some people uh, hanging out with us here and asking some questions and we'll see hopefully that happening. Otherwise, uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, Stephen's drinking a soda.
3: (laughs) He won't be the only one. so. Oh,
4: no. <laughs> um, you're just glad that I unmuted myself now for the soda <laughs> right. because of the chaos of getting my family dressed and deciding that they were no longer going to cook lunch. They were just going to go out for lunch so they could go to the Nutcracker. Uh, Let's be real. Uh, you would much rather
0: um, well, my diet well, stick soda. With the soda. Yeah. Soda. Listen to you pop open a diet soda. <laughs> For sure. All right. So, which uh, where do we want to start uh, for our uh, our review, our geeky year in review? Do we want to start with? Um, let's start with TV shows. How about that?
2: TV shows. All right. That's yeah. perfect. Cool.
0: Yeah. Just you know, throw it out there. Let's start right. with TV shows.
2: Sounds good. All right. Who's going first?
0: You go first, Dante.
2: <sighs> Why did I fall and told myself to do that? <laughs> right, so. TV shows, I am uh, I'm, a, I'm a little bit split because I just I didn't really discover this TV show uh, during the course of the year um, because it's a TV show that's 15 years old and I've known that it's existed. But um, I watched Battlestar Galactica for the first time, nice. and that's
1: right.
2: I I still haven't finished it. I'm this is a pun for all of you Battlestar Galactica fans. I'm on the final five episodes, uh, <laughs> oh. so. I, I, that's a reference that I understand now. But yeah. that's not actually my choice for TV show because I'm going with a TV show that I've literally never heard of before like three months ago. It is called The Good Place. Yes. And I'm watching it on Netflix. I'm very upset yeah. to hear that season three is not there yet. And it is it is literally the most brilliant comedy that I think I've ever seen in my life. Uh, if you have never seen Ted Danson try to say you Basic...
1: You've not lived.
2: You have just not lived, my friends. Uh, so True quick fact. Su- for True fact. fact. Yeah. So a quick summary for anybody who has not seen The Good Place. It features uh, Kristen Bell of Veronica Mars fame. She is she's playing a character named Eleanor who dies. And she gets mixed up with another person named Eleanor who died at the same time. She gets... El- our Eleanor, Kristen Bell, gets sent to the good place. They make a very uh, concerted effort to not say the words heaven and hell mm-hmm. in this show, so as to avoid being, uh, just- you know, uh, yeah, partisan or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, she gets sent to the good place. Unfortunately, she knows that she was kind of a cruddy person uh, on Earth, where she was basically just you know, she's a, she's a con artist, she's a liar, she's. Terribly mean to practically everybody, and the premise of the show is that she's trying to learn ethics from her soulmate in heaven or the in the good place, <laughs> and try to earn her way into st- it, it, basically staying in the good place rather than being discovered and being sent to the bad place. Ted Danson is Michael, the architect of uh, of the good place, architect, <laughs> and. This show is so it it goes on unexpected tangents. It's it has it has unexpected twists. It is like it oh goodness! Like it dwells on moral philosophy. Like Mm -hmm. this is way smarter than a twenty-two minute sitcom has any right to be. And if like if you just enjoy laughing, if you enjoy being intellectually stimulated, if you enjoy if you just enjoy. Ted Danson being an awkward Ted Danson for 20 minutes at a time. Please just go watch this show. It is it is absolutely incredible. I think I binged about seven episodes in one day before because they're just that consumable. You will not regret it. It is absolutely amazing.
0: Cool. I just started rewatching when you started talking about it. I'm watching the I'm watching the current season right now too, but uh, I went back no. and started Funny watching facts. season one. So um
4: the I would watch Kristen Bell uh, cut potatoes. Right. Like yes. I love her also. She's Anna, bro. I mean, maybe it's just cause I have a five-year-old girl, but she's Anna. She's not Veronica Mars anymore. She's yeah. Anna. Um, Okay. So yeah. um, like that's, I wanted to correct you, but I want to let you finish your yes, executive but summary. But for
0: marshmallow she will always be Veronica Mars.
4: <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Well, I mean, I don't even really know what Veronica Mars is. So, um,
0: Oh uh, my God. God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's fine.
4: Hard. That's fine. Shots fired. It's fine. We're just <laughs> let's just get it all no, out of there. Um, Shots
0: fired. I, my my heart hurts for you.
4: It's okay. Uh, I'm <laughs> trust me. I'm fine. I got enough dorky crap going on. So, I know. Mm. um, but no, man, the good place is so good. I'm so glad you found it, and I'm glad you didn't spoil anything because this is one yes. of those shows that is so easy. It's to, so like easy to just spoil, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somehow they've managed not to spoil a lot of it in the commercials, which I'm really yeah. impressed with. I don't know if you guys watch a lot of like I, I watch sunday night football which is on nbc so they show the good place commercials and so i've always been kind of impressed at the fact that they haven't spoiled really any major plot points um so it, it it's fascinating how they market that show um and yeah i watch i would literally watch kristen bell peel potatoes also um this wor- the show is worth watching just for janet alone
2: oh my god janet she's She's hands down the my best favorite. character that's in uh, that was invented on television in like the last ten years. Oh, like, yeah, she, she oh. is, she's easily just one of her the most so brilliant inventions. It's it's incredible.
4: Um, oh. And <laughs> yeah, Regina and Nicole will confirm. I have a crush on Bad Janet.
0: Um, Bad Janet, I really <laughs> love Bad
4: Janet. Like Bad <laughs> Janet is my waifu. Like, am I allowed to say that? Is that okay? I don't I know what fine. that means. So we're gonna say it's okay. I think so. Yeah. Thank you. I knew some with this. I mean, thing, out, outside, someone would have the
5: authority. Yeah, to tell it's me an anime
4: thing. Out, oh. Outside of
6: anime, outside of anime, I would say it's a little bit sketchy waters, but I I think it'll still count. I'm fine, sir.
2: Yeah, that that's okay. for for those uh, For those of our our viewers who have not seen the good place, Janet is the uh, is. Not a robot, she continues to say that she's not a robot, but she's she's like the personal assistant in the good place, but she's everybody's personal assistant. You just kind of say like, "Hey, Janet," and she kind of just appears like alexa does if you have a uh, if you have an amazon echo it's <laughs> uh it's slightly creepy but also wonderful and she's uh, she's just the best just go watch it please stop like stop watching this podcast and go watch the good place don't
1: do
0: that. no don't do
2: that don't okay do don't, that. or don't do that or don't do that
0: don't tell people that leave <laughs>
2: they can come back to this later
0: go to the good place later <laughs> well hopefully everybody goes to the good place later, later. <laughs>
2: okay anyway, anyway. enough of, enough of my All rambling right.
0: <laughs> uh Isabella, what about you for a TV show? Um I haven't watched a whole ton of
5: new things <laughs> this year. Um I keep really watching things, but the one new show that I did watch that I enjoyed was The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Um oh, just because
2: I keep, I keep hearing that's so good. Yeah.
5: It's if you like like sort of spooky but also funny and like kind of or ridiculous. Or it's 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 a fun show, and it's sort of. I mean, it's not it's not really based on like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It's it's there was there's a comic book series of the same name that it's apparently based off of that I haven't read, um, but it's super fun. I like everybody in it. Um, Salem is a little like. Cat goblin thing that just kicks butt. Oh, that's um,
1: wonderful.
5: I really liked it, but I also want to give out a shout out to something that I found out comes came out on Hulu today, which is Killing Eve, which I've been trying to watch. Um, sh- was showing like on whatever it is, I, I think it's BBC America. Which I don't have access to, so I, I have had so many people recommend this show to me, hmm. um, and it's finally out on Hulu, and I'm so excited to finally watch it because that's uh, probably what I'm going to be doing after we finish this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been described to me as kind of like a like a woman centric Hannibal. Because there's an assassin and there's someone who's hunting the assassin. Go and it's on. just like
0: if you enjoy like the cat and mouse, like Luther type thing. Um, yeah. And this that's, is a TV show because there's a movie I think called Killing Eve that's like really old, like old, like fifties or sixties. Well, that might be what it's
5: based Maybe off. Maybe that's of. what it's
0: based. on. I don't have to look it up now, but
5: yeah. But the, this I is definitely this is definitely a show. Hmm, cool. Um. But yeah, it has it has Sandra O oh in it, and oh, nice. I don't know who the other woman is, but I'm so excited.
0: So yeah, that's that's it for me.
2: Sweet. I dig it.
0: Cool. Uh, all right, Max, what do you have for a TV show?
6: Sorry, I was looking up Killing Eve. I can't find it as a movie. It's but. not a
0: movie. Yeah. I, I'm, 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 there's something else that's triggering in my brain that's similar enough. Eve, hmm. I don't know. I'll look it up, but you can go ahead and talk about your show. <laughs> I'm trying um, to figure out what it is I'm thinking of. Well,
6: honestly, I haven't really watched a whole lot of TV this year, um, even going back in old stuff. I think I want to say the last thing I, finished watching was Breaking Bad, and that was several months ago.
5: That, yeah. that still counts? What, what We're December. Hour. Yeah,
6: I mean, I haven't been able to watch a lot of TV, honestly. Right. I, I do really... I do really enjoy the show, but, I mean, I feel like anyone who's like... Everyone's either seen it or heard about it at this point via cultural osmosis, so that's yeah. a little boring to talk about. Oh, what's I right? mean, hey,
4: but I didn't know what Veronica Mars was, so like, <laughs> give, oh, a, give a shout out because maybe I just need. I
2: was, about, you know. I was about to say, like, I was watching Veronica Mars when I was in college fifteen years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so it it is at least as old as Battlestar Galactica. <laughs>
1: yeah.
6: yeah. No. Um, instead of a TV series, could I do? So I have been watching a lot of YouTube and one series. Yep. That, could I do all right? Yeah, one, do yep. one web series that I've been enjoying is it's called The Panelists by a YouTube comedy troupe called Loading Ready Run, who I actually started watching this year as well. And it's sort of their take on a British style panel show, but very strange. Like they they actually released an episode last night. And um one of the one of the prompts was you, you can be given a hundred thousand dollars to survive the night in a Brooklyn Roadhouse trapped with an ocelot or Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> trying to sell you things from off her Goops website. <laughs> that is that's most one of the random
2: would you rather I've yeah. ever heard in my
4: life. A hundred percent Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, I mean because I could, I mean, who cares about buying her stuff? That'd be great. I have how much money? You get hundred. Mm-hmm. You get $100,000. Easily. Easily. I'll buy one, like, jade vagina egg and give <laughs> it to my wife that's, for LOLs. That's, and, that's and
1: just actually give it to my wife for LOLs,
4: right? Like, I mean, if we're going to do it, like, I'll just buy it. How much is a jade vagina egg? I'll that was that? Ex-
6: that was actually the name of the most recent episode was Ocelot versus Jade Vagina Egg. And I wasn't word. sure if I was gonna be able to say that or <laughs> yeah,
3: oh, leave yeah. it to Steven. Leave it yeah. to Steven.
6: You'll
4: we'll figure I'm the guy vagina that creates five times. The, I'm the guy that makes the family content and I'm here and I'm literally the first person to say the word vagina. Is that okay, <laughs> yeah. boss? Is, can I do that? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I would absolutely buy a jade vagina egg and then I would buy some <laughs> awesome takeout, because we're in New York, right? right like uber eats baby and then we're just gonna hang out i buy an egg from her we'll eat and then i'll talk to her about robert downey jr and then i get to keep i mean how much could a jade vagina egg be i'm gonna say that a lot uh like four grand can i keep ninety six thousand dollars minus however much for some awesome uber eats this sounds like such an easy
0: Uh,
4: right like am i am i crazy doesn't this sound like the easiest i mean
0: it could be a thing I, I mean that's really
4: British, so humor was the point, but like I just made a really great joke.
2: Yeah.
0: Also
4: it's the co- objectively <laughs> correct answer.
2: <laughs> I mean, let's be real here. Like how often does one get to hang out with celebrities?
0: Right. And, I, you know, and,
2: and Emmy and Oscar winners. Unless your name is Rashina and you just get to do that on
6: Friday
0: nights. Yeah. <laughs> and that just happens on Fridays.
6: But <laughs> but that's that's just one of the one of the prompts that they discuss. It's really just a back and forth. Um, it's an imitation of a British panel show and I love panel shows. Those are just my absolute favorite thing in the world. Like that's, that's me on a Friday night, stay in and watch like eight out of 10 cats or the panelists. And honestly, it's, it's just some of the best quality content that I, I can recommend. And I haven't watched a lot of TV, so that's, that's what I'm going to say is the panelists. Let's do it. Very much. Check that out.
0: All right. What about you, Nicole?
3: uh again i don't watch a lot of tv either but regina gave me the wonderful suggestion of forever um, <laughs> with uh my rudolph and fred armiston i haven't seen anything as good as this in a long long time outstanding. um it's a short uh eight episodes about half an hour each um again we're dealing with the uh the concept of death um and uh, it's just so wonderfully done. The first few episodes are comedic. After that, it gets less and less comedic and mm-hmm. oh, uh, more right. on the serious side. And it's just it's just fantastic. Everybody should watch it. I know Steven doesn't like it, but um yeah, it's just amazing. I What's like it called again? It's called Forever, Forever. And it's on, Uh uh Prime. Prime yeah. Prime.
0: Prime. Yeah.
5: i actually ended up watching this because i forgot regina recommended it yes. and yeah. she wouldn't explain what the heck it was about she well, can't. well she
4: yeah. can't i, yeah. I wikipedia it I, now i know why she couldn't explain it i was she like just said just, watch it I,
5: watch and yeah it. i didn't i didn't really get it until i started watching it and i was like what what is this show <laughs> but i actually really for not liking like because it's it's dealing with death, but it's not super grim, right? Right. And I actually ended up really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did cry like a baby in like yeah. one of the episodes, though, yes.
1: because
3: it was just mm-hmm. so sad. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I cried in the episode you're talking about, but I lost it in the last episode when she comes running down the beach screaming bananas. <laughs> that's, uh, Which that's
0: you that's have to that's understand that's the context. Yeah, so, so you everybody
3: know. has well, to go watch it now. Like, yeah. To understand yeah. what that means. Yeah. I'm
6: my connection. It. My connection gonna- dropped in the middle of that, and I come back to someone running down the beach screaming
5: bananas. Right, yeah, that's about <laughs> as, as my, that you don't you don't get contacts for that. Yeah, that's so all I'll you get. Just have to go with yeah.
0: But um, but I watched it and I hopped in our Slack immediately upon finishing it and was like, somebody needs to watch this because mm. I I like was having all this like swirling emotions and thoughts and stuff. And I was actually thinking about it with The Good Place. And I have in the back of my mind, you know, when I do finally get a break from my relentless schedule this semester, I want to write a piece talking about Forever and The Good Place, because I think it's a fascinating um, comparison of dealing with similar topics um, in very, very different ways. Um, But I haven't like literally haven't had time to breathe this semester. So that idea is still out there. I do want to write it, but I and I remember saying like I didn't want to I didn't I still don't want to say like
3: yeah, you know much yeah. about it
0: because I want people to experience it as it is. Mm-hmm. Um but I was like it's it's not a big time commitment. It's like eight episodes yeah. in there and they're half an hour each. So I, just do it.
4: I have a problem where I bounce off media really fast. Like if yeah. it doesn't grab me, I'm like I got three kids, two jobs, yeah. and a wife, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, and it starts like Nicole said. It starts with a very different um, tone than it ends with. It, it mm-hmm. ends in a very different place and on a very different um, um, ideology and note than it began. That it begins on, and it's a very slow burn that kind of changes from from like mm-hmm. kind of the comedy that you're used to Maya Rudolph and um, Fred Armistice doing to this Armiston. Day. Armiston, sorry. You
1: have Wonder Woman on the brain.
0: Sure. I do. Yeah, I was talking <laughs> about it yesterday on my other show, my new anchor show. <laughs> um, uh, but it does it does have a, like a slow, the slow change I think is really fascinating too. Um, and I think, I don't know, I've said this before, that I think streaming media is really kind of changing how we look at series. And I think that this is a prime example of that. So, yeah. All right, Stephen, what do you got for a TV show? So, um, I want to talk about Voltron
4: for a minute. Can we can we oh, talk yeah. about Voltron?
0: Can yeah. um, we
6: ever?
4: But, all right, so let's talk about Voltron legendary defender which uh by the way, uh final season December 10th. It's either 7th or 10th, whichever is their correct date. Very soon. Um yo. Um I uh So I like giant robots. We're going to find out more about that as we go through the rest of these topics, because I'm thinking I'm predicting a fair number of giant robots. Um, I also really love giant robots from the eighties. So, um, and again, we'll talk about that later. Um, But so Voltron has a special place in my heart because I never really got attached to the actual show, but I love giant freaking robots. So I always loved Voltron, even if I never really gave a crap about the characters. And so, Voltron was like this avatar for me right like it didn't have a form it didn't have a shape and I know that's blasphemy to a lot of like purist fans but so it was this great idea of like the Gestalt you know multiple lions forming a thing and I was always looking for a Voltron show to grab me Nickelodeon had one um, a few years back which actually was okay Um, and also uh, its theme song was ridiculously good if you happen to like hip hop. Um, which I know I don't look like a guy who would like hip hop, but I do. Um, and the theme song is amazing. <laughs> and the conceit for that one was that anyone could form the head. Um, and that was super weird. Um, okay. And so it had different weapons and whatnot. Um, and it was like, the, but the animation was just a little off because uh, it was like, it was a Nickelodeon thing. So it, everything was a little exaggerated. When DreamWorks picked it up, um, I was like, okay, cool. Um, and they put, and, but this is like right when DreamWorks started doing their. Um, you know, li- li- they started doing like the limited run anim- animations, right? This has been going on for a couple of years. I-, I had my doubts, but I was like, I'm definitely gonna watch it because hashtag giant robots. And um, I have been so attached to this series emotionally. Um, they reinvented the characters in really interesting ways. I mean, at the end of the day, the team of five, you know, paladins or whatever, are all um, you know, they're iconic characters in that they're all like different character mm-hmm. archetypes, and they really reinvented them. They re-gendered one of them, which was, you know, like, it came out of the blue and totally made sense. Um, and they are, I really like it. And they've done some wacky nonsense with, you know, reinventing some of the lore. Um, and I really love it when we people take lore and just punch it in the face and fix it. Um, and so, I love it. Um, I mean, the animation quality is top-notch, and they're about to end it, which is, I don't I don't know how I'm going to feel. I'm going to cry a lot. Spoilers. <laughs> I cry at everything, but I'm definitely going to cry at the end of Ultron.
6: The giant robots are no more. Actually, yeah. that
5: reminds me, I need to finish so watching that. <laughs> I got about halfway through, and then I was like, they're out with another season? Like, oh,
4: they, like
5: It was they, like nonstop. Yeah.
4: They put out like seven, there are seven seasons, and because what, the, what they do exactly. is they rather, I mean, this is brilliant stuff, right? <clears throat> this is, the, again, streaming is changing the way we consume media, right? like they yeah. We would have waited like two years in between like 30 episode seasons that we watch every yeah. Saturday morning. And now they're like, nah, bro, we're just going to put out eight seasons every six months. And so,
1: surprise. That seems about
4: right. Or I met eight episodes every six months, but whatever, right? Like, and (laughs) so they just did this awesome work, and now all of a sudden the show, like, they I would stop for a while and come back and be like, Mm -hmm. "Whoa, there's three seasons to watch." Um, it's certainly bingeable. Um, it is. I'm gonna say it's the best serial, um, drama slash animation that I have seen since Exo Squad, full stop. Um. So, and if you haven't seen Exo Squad, um, you're mi- that's you're missing something in your life. Um, so, yeah, Voltron is great. Um, yeah, if we're so yeah, that's that is my uh, contribution to the panel. Is the best thing I watched all year on television.
0: Nice. Awesome.
4: I gotta watch that. Yeah. Yes, you damn do. I damn <laughs> well do. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It is. All right. yeah. And the, yeah. whole, and the whole in the whole you're gonna be able to watch it from beginning to end. Yeah. Um, in what a week, two weeks tops. All right. I like
1: cool.
0: it. Cool.
1: Cool. All,
0: All right. right. So, I put my favorite show. I'm kind of surprised Ooh. no one else said this, but it ended in May and it hasn't started up again. So maybe that's why we did do um, a whole series on it, though. <laughs> <the> Westworld. <laughs> <girl. laughs> nope. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. No, disco. That did end the day. Disco. And- disco. Oh, disco. disco. Yes, of course. Yes, yes of course. The Trekkie has to go with Disco. Um, uh, yep, Disco. If only for, like, I'm, I don't want to spoil it because I know it's, it, I don't know what the what the watch, how, man, how many people watched it, but there's a one reveal mid-season um, that was literally heart-stopping and um, I'm just going to go that that was like one of the best moments of TV this year, so. Oh, goodness. Right?
2: I think I know which one you're talking about. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, oh, God, my heart.
0: <laughs> I know. I was like screaming at the screen when it happened. Oh, uh, um, yeah. I, I think it's good writing. I'm, I'm. I'm sad that it's only available on all access because I'm pretty sure that cuts down on who's seen it because you have to pay to watch it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I did not keep up my all access subscription. (laughs) I don't know if that was part of their plan, putting it on there, but.
2: Oh no. Yeah. I, I, I happily canceled the hell out of that subscription as soon as disco was over. As soon as
0: it was done. So um, yeah, I'll be picking it back up in january when it comes back yes i think it's january that it comes I back
3: believe, i believe mm-hmm. it's january
0: yeah so, yeah, yeah. Yep. so so just go be back and I'm, I'm putting that out there because we have to have at least one um uh, star trek reference <laughs> uh, <okay>. There's <It's> <laughs> always gotta be one <laughs> at least in the show <laughs> all right so um let's change gears a little bit and now let's do let's do books so what are some of our favorite um, books that we read from this year
3: um who's really excited about a book i am i'll start all right, is That's right. Okay. Cool. Yep. um this is an older trilogy but i first dis- i discovered it's called the alchemy wars
0: oh yeah um
3: and it is about kind of uh Free will, um, uh, artificial intelligence gaining free will. It's got sort of a steampunk setting, um, which is super cool. It takes place in what is supposed to be the 1800s. And there's a war going on between um, France and Holland. I think it's Holland. I think it's Holland, Um, yeah. Yeah and and Holland has the upper hand with all this technology. France is trying to gain the technology. One of the reasons I love it so much is because as one of the most badass female characters I have ever read. Regina can back me yep. up on this a little bit.
1: Yeah.
3: You didn't even read enough to get to her full get to her badass full badassery. Um the she's awesome. just yeah, she's just awesome. Um it's a trilogy of books. They're probably about I don't know, three hundred ish pages a piece, so it's not like a quickie read, but it's kind of a little bit of a time commitment, but it's worth it. These these books are really, really amazing. Yeah, they're really good. Seems good. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Isabella, what did you
5: have? Um, my pick. I actually haven't read all that much this year. Um, I'm just not like in the brain space to pay <laughs> attention to a book. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I listened to the audiobook for I'll Be Gone in the Dark, um, which is about Michelle McNamara's um so for those who don't know, Michelle McNamara was the wife of Patton Oswald who passed away. Oh,
1: okay. uh. Um
5: uh a while back. I'm yeah. I'm not sure how back, far back but sh- when she before she died she was working on a book about the Golden State Killer who they finally caught um and that's about in the book is about her investigation like just her like grassroots just like obsession with this with this guy and for someone who if if anyone is a fan of true crime they probably already heard this but I listen to so much true crime like podcasts and stuff and this was just amazing and her her writing so she she didn't finish the book before she died but you can definitely tell which sections were written by her and which ones were sort of pieced together by people after from like her notes and stuff but her writing is amazing and Uh like it it's like chilling like some of the things that she goes into, and I, I loved it. And it's it's just like really sad that she never got to see like the end, end of it, <laughs> like yeah. the end of it. But yeah, oh, like, yeah.
1: yeah. That's that's. I good.
5: would I would really recommend the audiobook, um, if you're a person who does audiobooks, because the narrator is really good. She really does justice. Okay. So. Yeah.
1: Cool. Seems good.
5: And this is a plug for your local library. Probably has an OverDrive subscription, yes. and that's how
0: I listen to it. Yes. So you
5: Use don't even Overdrive. have to buy it. Use yeah. your library. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> OverDrive. Our library has a new um, app too. Excuse me, called uh, Libby, which will also um, help you kind of find things uh, by interest. Um, it's kind of fun yeah yeah it's kind of it's kind of
5: similar i just haven't i still like the the ui yeah, for yeah for overdrive better than libby because i yeah. tried to use it and i was really confused and so i went back to
0: overdrive yeah but it's, I, it's I, basically I the same thing yeah i still have both <laughs> it's hard one of the things that's hard in libby is to figure out how to get it into the kindle um reader um and if you're not careful because you can read straight from libby um, but it's using your bandwidth to do that. Um, so it's not downloaded on your phone. Uh, and so I went to yeah. read the airplane and was like, what is happening? Oh, yeah, I what's happening. Thanks for letting me know you didn't. Actually yeah, I, I phone,
5: don't like that. I was, that's I think that's one of the reasons yeah. like I was trying to read a book and I was like, mm-hmm. it wasn't
0: working. So yeah. I couldn't figure out how to get it to actually download from Libby, which is kind of a thing. But But it is good, like I said, if you're wanting to look for new things to read or to watch. Um, It's a good point. it's 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 good for that. Overdrive is not good for that. Overdrive is not good. Overdrive is good if you know exactly what you're looking for and you go in and search for it.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm. I have I have so many things on my to read list. I don't really look for anything new. Yeah. I just
0: go back in my list and see like, oh, I actually need to know more books. No more books. Yep. No book. mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> All
0: right. Dante, what have you got for books for this for year? Our librarian in residence.
2: Oh goodness. So my my book came out literally three weeks ago. Oh. And I was and yeah, and I was on I was on a plane ride to Kansas City recently, and I did nothing but just consume this book. It's the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica. No! <laughs>
1: no! It's a no! Dragons <laughs> rulebook.
4: Because
2: you I'm you the kind my, of person who told my
1: book,
4: you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm mad at you, and I just met you. <laughs> oh, goodness.
6: So, I'm so happy. Is it good? So tell me it's
4: good. Is
2: it good? Oh, it's good. It's and, good. But, am I going yeah. like, to explode with nerdity? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's um, a
0: guild Guildmaster's Guide to what? I'm writing Guildmaster's
2: it down. Guide to Ravnica.
0: Ravnica. Okay.
6: It's Magic: right. The Gathering Dungeons and Dragons, Regina.
0: This
2: is this uh. is the first marriage of Dungeons and Dragons and Magic: The Gathering. Uh, they've been under Has uh. both under Hasbro for God knows how many years, <laughs> and yes. this is literally the first time that these two have uh, crossed paths in and in any material. So <laughs> maybe.
6: Not, just, not just under Hasbro. They've been under Wizards of the Coast specifically, haven't they?
4: Forever, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Forever. One correction, though. Wait, mm-hmm. because this is something, you need to go find this, because if you didn't know it existed, you got to go. They made three source books for Kaladesh. Oh, really? What? Um, I, the no, horror no, no, no. one. Which one's the horror one? Uh, Innistrad. Innistrad. There were free supplements they put out. They were PDFs. They're short. They're not it's not that level of stuff because this is Ravnica that gets the Royal treatment. Oh, of like course oh, yeah. And we, we, I'm sure we'll just record another podcast someday about Ravnica for, and oh, it'll be six hours long. But, Absolutely. Um, but <laughs> like Kaladesh, so there have been Dungeons and Dragons slash magic crossover products before, but nothing um, like this. And they were generally well received, but this is, like, how did it take so damn long? It doesn't make sense to me, but it makes sense that they did it this well with Ravnica, and I'm so happy that a giant dork like me actually likes it, because now I'm going to go buy it. In fact, I'm buying it now.
6: They (laughs) They were designing all those master sets. That's what took them so long
4: for those for those who are uninitiated ravnica
2: is one of the most celebrated worlds in magic the gathering lore it's basically a giant cityscape uh kind of like coruscant from star wars where you know you just kind of like look out and it's just city for miles and miles and miles um mm. It is. It is populated by ten guilds who uh, who who work together to keep the city to keep the city up and running. And you know, there's you know, there's folks that take care of the trash, and folks that take care of the city's borders, and folks that take care of the laws who are the best ones. And then there's uh, the, party, yeah. the party people who are the worst.
1: The party
2: um,
6: people, the best.
2: The, the party people in the circus freaks. <laughs> uh, emphasis on the freaks. Anyways, um, yeah. So.
1: Yeah, uh, they work.
2: They work together. Um, Magic just yeah. released their third block of sets. That's uh, that's uh, that's coming out right now. It's uh, guilds cool. around is, is the set is the set, um, and they're they're coming back. It's the conclusion of a really big storyline, and they timed this book to be released during you know during well, a the Christmas season and b after the new set the third return to Ravnica uh, that we've uh, that we've experienced in Magic the Gathering. It is. Uh, like if you like reading Dungeons and Dragons world books, which I feel like if you're watching this podcast, there's a high likelihood that you like reading Dungeons and Dragons world books because we're all nerds here. Uh, go read this if you if you it, it is one of the most fully realized and uh, let's see, an intricate worlds that that I feel like, like I feel like I've encountered in like just in general fantasy. Like you know, we've got like like it is it is a a combined universe. I'm so glad Evan isn't here to hear me say this. It is a combined universe <laughs> on the scale of, was supposed of, to be here, so. of the Star Wars extended uh, expanded universe. Oh, oh yeah. But it it is it has been it has been touched by so many different people, it has been touched by so many different artists, and so many folks have had a hand in creating this thing that Magic the Gathering fans just universally love. Mm-hmm. And like and they they've got they've got characters in here that like that I've only seen depicted on tiny little pieces of cardboard. And now they're on eight and, yeah. and a half, eleven 11 by sheets of paper. Um And I'm going to shut up about it real soon, but there is a, uh, there's, there's a streamer on Twitch. His name is Ruben Bressler. He's part of the magic Mike's pod uh, podcast and his Twitter is uh, at Mox, R E U B Y. And he's got a, he's got a, uh, uh, a live campaign featuring this book called the broken pact. And, it, it's amazing he's he's incredible he's a fantastic storyteller been a Dungeons and dragons nerd for his entire life and he runs or, or he co-hosts a magic the gathering news show uh on YouTube um, mm-hmm. and it's yeah you know, it's every every bit of it is just incredible the gameplay in this book looks amazing um like if you are at all a Dungeons and dragons nerd this is gonna be great if you're a magic person this is even better if you're both like me like you cannot get enough of this book. I cannot recommend it highly enough.
4: I think what's interesting about Ravnica, and why I think it actually th- th- Ravnica is like, I- I'm surprised that Hasbro has not done more with it, because the reality is Ravnica is lit- is the kind of world that you could absolutely do a TV show or a movie in. And I mean that not as like a fanboy, because mm-hmm. I really yeah. I would I mean- transform Fan like Michael Bay destroyed my world, so you would think that I would be hesitant. But no, this, is, this is this is they have spent so much care and effort into crafting this world that yeah, they could totally do it, and I don't think it would. I would don't don't even bat an eye. Like it's, it's so good. Yeah, it, it would oh, be very hard mm. to mess it up.
6: Ravnica is that's the plane where I think that was where Magic really got a hold of its. Of his core audience, and people were able to say, "Hey, I can see myself in this guild. I can see myself as Rakdos, yeah. as Azorius, as is it yeah, wants to be. Is Some, it? No, no one does. No <laughs> one likes is it. But
4: I'm, I'm joking. I love is it. We're speaking but English. I promise, guys. We are magic, 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 magic. But <laughs> yeah. That's
6: okay. um, yeah, yeah, this is where everyone." Could sort of find their place and really dig into the color philosophy, the idea behind the game, what's made the game so great and so successful for twenty five years so far. Yeah. And now also, we, now rain. we
2: have, and now we have a book. Now, we, now we have really a book about it. It's great. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna stop talking <laughs> about this right now. <laughs> so there are other
6: people that fuck. Yeah, their eyes are glazing over.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
6: they, they might need to.
2: Their eyes glazed over as soon as they said, as soon as I said, match the other. Oh, they're yeah. like, oh god.
0: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, uh, Stephen, what did you have for book?
4: So I have two, but they're quick. Um, hey guys, that I, I like robots. So um, I don't. Um, Uh, Most of the books that I read are nonfiction and super boring, so I'm not going to talk about them. Um, However, I have two comic books that I want to talk about. One of them is The Vision, um, which is – I honestly don't know when it came out, but it went because it is the – it's a trade of a – and I believe it was all in 2017. um, The Vision is my favorite superhero in all of comics, full stop. I cried for five minutes when he came out in the Marvel movies. My son actually had to check on me; he thought I was sick. Like, is <laughs> my dude. So, needless to say, the end of the recent movie uh, affected me in a certain way. But, oh goodness! Um, so, uh, but that's fine. It's fine because um, everything about that movie was a lie, and we'll talk about that when we get the movies. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sure so we will. <laughs> it's called The Vision, um, and it is a story about uh, Vision. Um, building a family for himself. And yeah. his wife is named Viv, and he has a son named Vin, and I forget what his daughter's name, doesn't really matter. And so they go to high school, and like they're robots like him, synthesoids, whatever. And so um, it's got it, shenanigans occur because um, that family should not exist. And it gets really, really dark. Like I loaned the book to my mother who loves the vision also, Mm -hmm. and she couldn't get through it because it's really dark. Um, However, um, it has the single best frame in a comic book that I have ever read. And it is a conversation between the vision and a high school principal, who does not want his daughter to go to school and vision lays out for him why he's going to do as he is told because he's the vision and it is, it is worth reading this comic book all on its own um, because it, it absolutely points out like y- you should just shut up and let the vision send his kids to your high school, even if they beat kids up. Um, so that's, <laughs> vision. Um, it's like, it's on Comixology for like thirteen bucks. If you go to Amazon, it's like thirty dollars. It's worth every penny, um, and maybe even your library has it. Shout out! Oh mm-hmm. um, yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. Other thing that I just watched, or rather just read, and this is the most eighties shenanigans I have ever read, and it is the comic book called Transformers versus Visionaries. What? Okay, <laughs> so do you? So show of hands on the podcast. Who knows who the visionaries are? I'm looking at Max and Dante. That's it.
3: I do, but just because you talked about it before. Um, I I I don't
4: remember, so there we go. I do not know
0: who the Visionaries are. Sorry. Whoa. All
4: right. I think that's because I'm an old nerd. You guys are young nerds. So, um, Visionaries (laughs) were a briefly run 80s cartoon series. Basically, it's a sci-fi world, much like Earth. The sun, it has three suns. They eventually aligned, and it turned off technology and turned on magic, and shenanigans ensued, and they created these visionaries. It's literally a 20-minute toy commercial. Um, it's one <laughs> of the 80s cartoons, um, And they were, uh, there's a whole bunch of YouTube videos where they actually talk about it, but they, um, but it's owned by Hasbro. In fact, it is part of the upcoming Hasbro cinematic universe with G.I. Joe, Micronauts, Mask, and Visionaries. If you look at that, Visionaries was like thrown at the bottom. And I'm going to tell you what, I lost my mind when I saw that press release. Um, there's a comic book called Transformers versus Visionaries where the Visionaries end up on Cybertron and spoiler alert, Transformers are weak against magic. And they have magical power. Okay. So, um, really?
1: I'm they, in. I
4: mean, <laughs> that's sure. it. They redesigned a lot of the characters. Um, it stars Cup and Ironhide. So if you're a Transformers fan <laughs> and you like Cup, which I do, um, then yeah, it's worth it. Um, there's only one episode. Right? I don't well, know. One trade. Characters. What happened? I don't know either of those characters that you
0: just you named. Don't know sorry. Ironhide?
6: Hold on. I, I know Ironhide. I- I'm not, a, no, I'm not I'm not a
2: Transformers guy, like, but my, my big robots were Mighty Morphin Power Rangers.
4: Okay, I mean, that's acceptable. <laughs> How do you not know? All right, anyway. So, read this comic. <laughs> okay. You'll talk later. It's $9. <laughs> do some homework, son. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, man, man. Have you ever seen the 1987 Transformers movie? By the way, I saw that this year, too, and it was amazing. It's still oh, amazing. God. It was, it was the, the animated one I've never seen.
2: Literally, they had an action sequence to Weird Al Yankovic's Dare to Be Stupid. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it was literally the dumbest thing I've ever watched in my life. And I will step point one. literally everyone about this.
6: Oh, I want to see this now. Um, We're not going to do this
2: on this podcast,
1: though. No. Another time. I can't. I, I got
6: to do a podcast and go to work.
4: Step and one. You are mistaken? um and yeah we're going to have to have this fight um <laughs> okay. we, we could have this
2: fight that sounds like a really good other episode
4: though a- afterwards
6: yeah this
0: is what slack is for you you guys yeah exactly <laughs> all right max what was your <laughs> book for you? okay, favorite book off.
6: so you might not remember but way back in january we actually yes. read and released a cast on a little book oh. called the long way to a small angry planet oh yes.
2: uh, yeah I knew,
1: yeah, I knew this year. That was was
6: this year, just barely, (laughs) but it five
5: years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was
6: this year. Um, I was going to do the I'll Be Gone, I was was going to be, um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Oh, yeah, you also read that one. Yeah, I read that, and that was phenomenal. But, uh, I stole it. Yeah,
5: well, those were my two choices, too.
0: (laughs) Great minds. You well, take one, I'll take the other. <laughs> oh, he left. <laughs> oh, no, uh, Max! <laughs> <He> got... <laughs> His connection dropped.
4: <laughs> while we wait for him to come back? What you know? was that? You well, let's... mean okay, fight while we wait no. for him to come back? us let's just this. I have to put that. Or, or, I stopped doing my best.
0: You know, we'll Regina. fill in with my book. Oh, wait, he's back. Okay.
4: Just
6: again. Um, okay, finish. I wouldn't say long way to a small, angry planet. But we, since we've already talked about that... Nah, talk about it. I love that book.
0: If <laughs> <laughs> well, just refer people back, they can also listen yeah. to us talk if about you, it in depth on yeah. thegeekembassy.com.
6: Yes, under the TGE. <laughs> like that. Shameless plug. Hashtag shameless plug. <laughs> but I'm not... That's... I'm a big fan of Shows like Firefly... And I love... I'm not a huge fan of Star Wars anymore... But just... I'm not a big fan of the big intergalactic battles... Just the small... Well, vignette stories... Of people living in a small... Enclosed space... That just happens to be in space... And... I really loved the... Inclusion of LGBTQ characters... I loved the non-human characters because that's a big thing for me. It's like you've got an infinite universe and everybody's descended from an ape. What the hell? <laughs> Everyone everyone's a monkey, everyone's human. Um yeah, it was written very I thought it was written very well. I very much enjoyed it. There and was some dissent
0: on that point in, I know. Um, in our discussion. God, Evan's not here. <laughs> yeah. And we don't we don't have to rehash any of that. Like I said, yeah. nameless we plug. Go to. check out the cast on the com <laughs> or subscribe to the Geek Embassy podcast on Podbeam, iTunes, <laughs> and Sticker, etc. But. <laughs> but it is it is a sweet little book. I enjoyed it. it I enjoyed is. a yeah. lot of the story. I thought I love the characters. Um, and, I agreed with some of the plot points that uh, people critiqued, but at the same time, there was a lot of great representation and good story. Yeah,
6: and uh, I, I also want to follow it with the sequel, which was a closed-in common orbit, right? That Izzy and I, uh, Isabel and I, both read also, and were are were are squealing excitedly, like, as we were reading <laughs> private between the two of us as we were reading it. Very because, nice. And, It's, um, well, for not to spoil too much, but at the end of actually, you know what? No, just go read it. If you liked a closing common, or if you liked a long way to a small angry planet, I think you will like a closing common orbit. It doesn't focus on most of the main characters from the first book. It more diverts into side characters that not become protagonists and main characters in their own rights and it's it's also a very sweet book and it's makes me all warm and fuzzy inside so right. I recommend and those you want to
5: have a lot of like robot having feelings feelings yes, yes. it's amazing huh. I lo- love that kind of stuff yeah so right. lovely yeah.
6: is one of the best examples of a sentient AI I think I've seen and yeah that, pretty amazing or at least my favorite the one I enjoy yep. the most right not the best Dante <laughs> I saw you leaning in <laughs> We
0: can argue later. We, we can always argue later. <laughs> Maybe we need to have an entire <laughs> cast that's just everybody arguing with each other. Oh, okay. That would be
6: great. That is um, so fun.
0: All right, so I'm going to jump in with my book. Um, I talked about this on Geeking with the Moms. Um, also, shameless plug. Go listen to that show as well. Um, <laughs> uh, the Girl with the Red Balloon by katherine Locke. Um, which is a, a YA uh, fiction uh, piece that's uh, told in multiple time like uh, eras uh, with some time travel elements. I'm I'm a sucker for for time travel. I almost always love time travel stories. Um, it's one of my favorite like I know they create huge inconsistencies in the Star Wars or the Star Trek universe, but I love the time travel <laughs> episodes in Star Trek and just go had a time travel episode. If you didn't see it, it was awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: so, uh, yeah, so. Uh, um I will agree with Nicole Reddit as well, and her critique was that the, that it's got multiple narrators. Two of the narrators' uh, voices were too close that she couldn't tell them apart. And I would agree with that as a critique. But I think in terms of, um, uh, uh, getting history involved in young adult fiction, I think it's fantastic because it deals with the Holocaust and it deals with, um, not just the camps, but the ghettos before the camps and a lot of pretty serious uh, stuff with the Berlin Wall. Um, so it just in a very sort of relatable way, I think, for young adult readers. And I really appreciated that. And I appreciated it myself in terms of like how the history was woven together, because it takes a bit of skill as a writer to kind of make things like that mesh. So go check it out. I'm currently reading Um, The Spy with the Red Balloon, which is the second in the series. Um, But I wasn't as excited when I realized it wasn't the same characters. (laughs) Um, And so it kind of lost it a little bit for me because I really I mean, it ends on a cliffhanger like a I mean, it's just a big one, like (laughs) a giant cliffhanger. And you're like and so I just like I immediately went and it looked um, the first book had been part of, um, this great read that they did through our library where they made the book un- an unlimited number of copies of the ebook available for, um, the libra- the people from our library. And so I could check it out and had no problem getting to it. Um, but the spy was not available for like six months. <laughs> so I went and bought it immediately and then started reading it and I'm like, oh no, I didn't even like read the synopsis or anything. <laughs> like I want it download now, go, go, go. And then I was yeah. like,
3: <laughs> I read the synopsis first and I was like, Oh wait, this is different characters. I'll go oh, read the
0: characters. <laughs> oh, it hurts us! It hurts us. Uh-huh. Um, so, um, so I'm I'm wondering because it's a very similar time frame, um, different historical events, but I think it's very close in time. So I'm wondering if there's going to be some intersection, but we'll see. Anyway, so if you haven't checked it out, check out the girl with the red balloon. All right, so let's head in. I'm I'm doing this on purpose. I'm saving movies for our last um, category before our wild card uh, because. <laughs> because I know there's going to be lots of discussion with the movies. So yeah. let's <laughs> do <laughs> games, and let's start with Nicole for games. <laughs>
3: um, okay, so I'm going to preface this with the fact that I still have yet to play Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is one of my favorite series, so um, so waiting to see whether this will dethrone my favorite of thus far. My favorite thus far is God of War, um, mm-hmm. without a doubt. The series has always been good. They took it up another notch they took it up a huge notch um the sort of dynamic between kratos being a father and interacting with his son um was really amazing it's a norse mythology now as opposed to greek mythology um there are lots of little tiebacks to the original um that made me like giddy and uh, like literally vibrate with excitement when i knew what was happening um and uh and the end the end just had a it was a fantastic ending. Um, make me cannot wait for the next one, but it was it was just amazing um, from a story standpoint, from a gameplay standpoint. The gameplay uh, and controls and everything are nearly perfect, um, which is what you expect from God of War. Um, but yeah, so that's my favorite God of War. If you have a PS4, play it.
4: Yes, can I ask you a question? Yeah, I, it, it'll give clarity to me. By the way, I agree. God of War is my grown-up game of the year. So freaking good. Um, so,
0: Grown so, up uh, game of the year, qualified.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Family gaming. I can't have God of War game of the year. Um, <laughs> so uh, when you say the end, uh-huh. refer to um the thing at the very end.
3: The or, thing at the very end of the story. So like the way the story, and that's before, an interesting thing about the about the game.
4: They roll credits
3: before they roll credits.
4: So that's the Um, end for you?
3: Yeah, for me, yeah. Um, The other interesting thing about God of War is that there are multiple um, dimensions that you can go to. And for the story, only opens up two of those. But after you finish the game, all of them open up uh, for various, you know... Collector's item, whatnot. Main story ends after two of them, but I haven't gone into the other ones just because I saw like four new dimensions. I'm like, oh my god, I'm a parent. There's no way I'm going to be able to play through these. <laughs> there are other games I want to play, so that's yeah. worth noting too. That like the story ends after about 20, 20 hours itch ish, but there's a lot more gameplay that happens after that. So
4: yeah, um, it's,
3: it's funny because I really didn't.
4: I I, I was dissatisfied by the ending that you think was amazing it's the other one that got me because the way, the way it worked guys is you play it and you do a thing and some stuff happens and then there's an <laughs> ending and then they roll credits I don't want to spoil it because it's crazy good
3: and then they roll I actually don't remember which one was before the credits and which one wasn't um, so we might be talking about the same one a, I don't know. we'll have to talk about it right. offline we'll talk about it later. <laughs> it's so
4: good guys play that freaking game if you have a PS4 it's required reading Yeah. Oh, okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait it was God of War 2 right yeah just God of War. Just God of War. Okay. God of War. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I am I was, I slacked on my note taking. Yeah, uh-huh. no, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, Steven, you were already sort of chiming in there. What was your, your, is this your also your pick since you said it was your grown up game of the year?
4: No, my actual okay. game, I mean, my grown-up game of the year is you got a war, but my actual pick is Spider-Man.
0: Sp- I was going oh, to guess am. that, yeah. I,
4: yeah 100%. I mean, okay, so is someone else going to talk about Spider-Man? I'll talk about something else. No, go ahead. No. I
0: don't I'm think not. anybody else here has played it, so. Oh, I, I,
6: don't a, I don't have a PS4, man.
2: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not I'm a video so gamer, but I considered buying a PS4 just for this game.
4: <laughs> one. Do you have a friend that has a PS4? It's the short game. Take it play spider-man give it back to him uh you can do it in a weekend if you really push yourself um spider-man is freaking amazing um here's the deal uh there's two pieces to spider-man right there's the mechanics of playing spider-man and swinging around new york and feeling like spider-man and then there's a spider-man story um because spider-man is a character that's been around for a very long time we've seen him do a lot of stuff we've seen him in a lot of movies and a lot of other stuff right like he's a cross-media hero this is an amazing spider-man story Full stop. It, I would put it up against any Spider-Man arc in the history of the character. I really appreciated it that much. Cool. Um, and um, also, I felt like Spider-Man. I was swinging through New York City. I visited, you know, the Sanctum Santorum. I climbed to the nice. top of the of tower. I took a picture of the Wakandan embassy because they tell oh. you to, you get items, right? Like, um, and, the, and I beat up a bunch of mobsters and I stealthed my way. Um, this is everything that I wanted the Batman Arkham games to be, but better because Batman is garbage. Um, <laughs>
2: yes! i I'm, I'm not alone in this opinion. <laughs> so, um,
4: everything that I –
1: ever,
4: I mean, it, everything, every time I played that game, I was just on the edge of my seat. Hungry, um, and those people who listen to geeking with the moms. Spoilers, you should, because um, <laughs> I have no shame. Um, oh, is, I'm good with that. Is uh, is my best experience, my favorite experience with Spider Man, and I think everyone who does this should do this. Um, is you're on a PlayStation Four, uh, you go into the options and you turn the music down, and then you go download the Spotify app, and you and then you go and you find this. You're going to find a '90s. New York hip hop playlist and play that while you are questing in Spider-Man it takes a whole new level when you are swinging through downtown Manhattan and like Mob oh. Deep comes on like it's just a very different experience and it made my life so much better um, I think you might have and- sold me on the game on that premise alone right <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, it's so good. Um, they did a great job, and they set it up for... We're going to be playing Spider-Man games for the next 10 years, so here's the good news. You don't have a PS4 now. That's great. You can't borrow one from somebody, which is... Not everybody can do that. Um, when Spider-Man 2 comes out in a handful of years, guess what? Spider-Man 1 will still be out, and I bet you you'll be able to get a PS4 pretty cheap then. In fact,
1: yeah.
4: there were 200 bucks on Black Friday, so...
6: There, there are a few games that are coming out that I want a PS4 or that are already out like horizon zero dawn and the game i'm the game i'm going to be talking about um, you
0: can segue into that right now if you'd like well
6: it. the game that i have again i don't have a ps4 so i haven't played this it's fine but i will say this is probably my favorite game that i haven't played and that's going to be um until dawn sure the, sure it's um found it around i think six months ago it's essentially a it's an interactive story where you control all the different characters and your choices have an effect on the story but the entire time you're getting pursued by a wendigo so all (laughs) it's a group of friends out
2: Random thing to be pursued by, but okay. <laughs>
6: yeah, it's, it's a group of friends out in the mountains in the middle of winter at a cabin, mm-hmm. uh, just a year, just a year after, well, certain events that I'm not going to spoil. But they're out in a cabin in the woods in the middle of winter, and. Uh
1: oh. Last lost Max. We oh, lost him again. Yeah. So
4: the what's amazing about this game, story aside, is that this is a slash... It's a freaking 90s slasher film. This is like giving you the opportunity to play through... I know what you did last summer, but you control the stupid white kids that are stuck running through places and you have to make their decisions. And what's awesome about this is it's a shared experience because it's not like you're controlling Kratos, right? Like you control whoever is kind of having stuff happen. Max is going to take over, but like the the way you control, it's so great to just share the, the experience with everybody in a room the so we could all be playing, and Max could be the dude with the controller, and Izzy could be like, "Oh my god, you gotta hide under the bed!" And maybe yeah. we do. Go ahead. Okay.
6: Max. All right, I'm back. Um, but yeah, it's I I actually dropped connection in the middle of it in the middle of a thought and kept going while well, you guys are frozen. So that was that was great.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
6: No, you're that's fine. It's all on my end. But oh. Uh, yeah, it's it's an interactive story where you you control how the game goes. Every little action you take and your the interactions you have with characters, how you choose to help them, if you choose to help them. And I I really like scary stuff. I love scary stories and things like that. So, after watching like I like I said I haven't played this game. I've watched gameplay videos and <sighs> dug into the lore and the story a little bit more so I would say this is probably one of the top games I have not played that I really want to play just so I can turn off the lights and try try and freak myself out because watching some of these watching some of the videos of the Wendigo and then going and listening to you know, scary stories or find, trying to find YouTube videos of these things maybe that's just me Trying to find (laughs) the monsters, but I don't know. This it feels like a great sort of Halloween type deal or middle of winter. Hey, and hey, it uh, December's coming up, winter's coming up. So, did you just say
4: is coming? Winter is coming, he
1: absolutely (laughs) did.
0: He absolutely did. All right, so, um, Isabella, what do you have for? Game and it doesn't have to be. I mean, everybody's talked about video games. I wasn't talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't have to specifically be video games. It could be board games as well. Mm.
5: Um, um. Then I will give a quick shout out to Pandemic Legacy Season One because my friends uh, and I are started that. We've only played through it once, so I mean, not played through the entire thing. We've only done like the first like episode, basically. Right. Um. We lost horribly, um, <laughs> which is just going to make the rest of it so much harder. Yeah, <laughs> which is just how that game goes. Like, I don't think I've ever won a game of Pandemic. <laughs> oh, really? We have um, a couple times, but it's been rare. Um, but I've got to say that uh, I'm going to be kind of lame and say Pokemon Go. Because Aww. a group of us at at work have like we have like a Slack channel on our work Slack <laughs> and we'll <laughs> we, we work right across from like there's a place with like poke gyms and stuff and when we all need a break we'll like take like a quick walk around. Oh that's cool. And like go battle and go raid and stuff. And it's That's exactly it's, what that game is supposed to be. Yeah, I know. Like, that's what it's and supposed to do. it's pretty fun. Um we've met other random people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just also where there's the constant stream of people. Like, so I work across the street from a cemetery, which is a little weird, but there's a lot of people who just go through there just for Pokemon. That's
1: <laughs> hilarious.
5: Um, because it has like three Poke Gyms or whatever. So, cool. but it's been really fun, and I have gotten to like get to know a lot of my coworkers workers just through these walks and stuff. So, it's fun. Cool. And they've also come out with a lot more stuff recently in the last couple of months. I've seen that they're going to do like player versus player battling soon. So maybe I'll put. Yeah, they stepped up their phone. game because I did stop yeah. playing it for like a good six months and then I only picked it up again when I joined this group at
0: work. Oh, so uh, we have someone watching. Say hi, Eric. Hi, hello. Eric. hello. Um, and he says pandemic legacy is easy to mess it up. And block yourself from winning. Normal pandemic is better, in his opinion. Ah. Mm-hmm. And I would actually go a step further and say, pandemic the cure is more fun than the regular pandemic game.
1: What? <laughs> oh. that's
4: Blow that one out. <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna throw around hot takes, I think that's fine. The- the, the response to pandemic legacy is if you're really terrible, pandemic, you lose a bunch of times. It actually has a catch up mechanic in it. So, like, if you lose, yeah. a it helps you. So, it's okay. Just lose. It's fine. Yeah.
0: It's just
5: part of the
0: process. (laughs) But we (laughs) finished that
5: first episode and we were like, oh, my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's so much harder. Why? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and Eric just mentioned here that the cure is fast paced. I think for me with the cure, it's the fact that everybody can play at once and it's not this big, long, like everybody going around the board taking turns. And I tend to play with a couple of mastery board gamers. um, (laughs) Understatement. (laughs) Understatement of the century. Um, Mm -hmm. And so the turns take really long because there's a lot of like planning and I, I just check out and I just sit there and I'm like, I'll take pictures of the board and put it on. Yeah you know while we're playing but the cure like you can't you can't plan for and i think that's for me it makes it so you have to like actually engage with the game and you can't with pandemic however i'm going to pause really quick because max has to run um because he's got this day job thing that he's got to go to right now i know um which sucks but i did want to give him just a really quick time to throw out his wild card since that's what we're going to wind it up with which is just whatever like movies no, I, he's leaving, so I wanted him to do his wild card before we... Oh, gotcha. Yeah, because he's okay. got to go. So just but, real quick.
6: Um, real quick, uh, my wild card, Grand Prix Las Vegas 2018 and SCG Con 2018 Summer. I went to both of those. I did articles on both of those. Those were phenomenal, and I had a great time. I have also uh, I also spent a lot of money, but it was...
1: <laughs> <That's the way laughs> yeah, but
0: still go. worth it. Still
1: worth. Yes. Absolutely love it. Check that's out great. Max's
0: articles on thegeekembassy.com. Shameless plug. Hashtag yeah. shameless plug. Definitely go check it out because he does have some good content. And he put some content up on our um insta feed as well. So. Nice. I put up
6: yes. Uh, I'm not any Leibowitz, so be gentle with me. <laughs> um also there is the SEGCon Con winter coming up. I believe that's going to be I think the seventh through the tenth. I'm not gonna be able to make it to that, but if anyone's out there is listening, uh say hi tweet pictures at me or tweet oh. pictures at the geek embassy uh, have fun play lots of magic for me. Woo! So, yeah, that's my wild card.
0: Great. I must Thanks go. Max. Bye. 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 All right, so Dante, your uh, game.
2: My favorite game. This is uh this is an old game um because uh, and I know because I don't really know, huh? I'm sorry.
0: I said because you're old.
2: Uh, yes, that's him. Uh, it's a it's an old game by like by by just current standards, and I know it's old. Well, I, I thought it was new, but then I found out that um, what's his face, your boyfriend, uh, Will Wheaton, did a, uh, a <laughs> on it, um, about four years it's not
0: ago. inaccurate, <laughs> close, close to
2: four years ago. The game is called Dead of Winter, and i ju- I just discovered this this year. It is a it's a zombie game. It's a zombie game. You are <clears throat> you are part of a uh, of a small colony of about twenty ish survivors, and you are camped out inside this. I f- I forget what what the encampment is. I think it's a mall or something like that because you know it's a zombie movie, and. Every, and every single round, there are more and more zombies that you have to fend off. You have to get rid of the waste that you produce. You have to provide food. You have to you have to keep the heat on. And by the way, uh, everybody, all, everybody else is um is has got some secret missions that they need to accomplish oh. uh, in order for in order for their like in order for their win condition to trigger. So it's it's.
1: Yeah. Pulls off
2: the difficult task of being cooperative and competitive yeah. at the same time, That's because cool. yeah, there is also a okay. like, and everybody, everybody's randomly assigned different roles with different, uh with different you know uh, skills and abilities. Like you know, there's a trucker, there's a model, there's a lawyer, there's a you know, there's a whole bunch of different occupations that you can be, and it'll and it and it gets you different you have different skills, and it's um oh god, it's absolutely mind blowing the friendships that you can destroy while playing this game because <laughs> one person, one person is the traitor. Like one person right. is, a, is a traitor because for, for whatever reason, like either they're suicidal or they're, or they're masochistic or something, or like, or or they're a, or like they're a murderer that broke out of a prison during the plague. And they just like, and they just want to kill everybody. Um, so you are so you're working together also trying to figure out who the traitor is and also trying to keep everyone alive and by the way there are zombies also trying to go ahead and kill you it is it is terribly complex it is intricate it is it is an extraordinarily difficult game and if you've got a couple of hours to dedicate to it i would absolutely recommend dead of winter it is positively phenomenal
0: awesome maybe that we usually get one new board game a year and i've been debating On Splendor or maybe something else, and I'm wondering maybe if Splendor. I do love Splendor. Splendor is. I love
5: Splendor as well,
0: Um, but
5: I mean I also have Splendor. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, technically my roommate does, but right,
0: you know, (laughs) know. you you could voluntarily you could volunteer him to volunteer him to to have you bring it to game day. It's essentially yes. you know I know Nick well enough so yeah all right so my my game of uh my game for this year is um Mario party um which is out on the switch um because it's become my daughter's favorite thing to play mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's perfect for her age it's getting her interested in um, in video games like she had played um, Mario Kart with us before but the, you know Mario Kart even with the assist they have in this for the switch is still a little hard for her to play so that she can hop into and she can play and, and she drops it sometimes and just lets us do things. <laughs> Cause yeah. sometimes it just gets still a little too hard. Um, but it's been really fun watching her kind of get excited about a game for the first time. So yeah, um, Marla, I yeah she Marla, did way better than me. <laughs> <laughs> well she's been playing longer than you had been. She so. <laughs> was yeah. last place yes.
5: the first time we played. It was so bad.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um so my mother in law was in town for Thanksgiving and she was playing Mario Party with Anna. And there's one of the mini games. It's almost Tetris like where you have to arrange oh, yeah. um, puzzle pieces and cooperate on doing that. And <laughs> my mother in law was bad, uh, really bad at that. So Anna came upstairs and she's like, To my husband, can you come and play instead?
2: Oh, that's funny. <laughs> That is funny. Oh,
0: You've got yeah. a mastery gamer already, like emerging. Yeah, <laughs> she's already like I'm not I'm not messing around with this. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, so let's let's venture into movies. Um, <laughs> see oh. what people have to say about movies this year. So who haven't I picked on first yet? Let's see. I think I picked on no. I haven't picked on Isabella first. So Isabella. What have you got? I for thought movies? I had
5: gone first already. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. you weren't in your name, so
5: <sighs> okay, okay. Um, so my pick, which is basically the only movie I watched. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I watched Avengers, but that is not going to be my pick. No. Um, <clears throat> uh, Oceans Eight oh. is my pick because I really enjoyed that. It's everything I love in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically, there's a heist, right. there's a ton of women, and they're just, like, making stuff happen, and I adored everyone in that movie. I would probably watch it, like, ten more times. Cool. Um, so, I if like anyone it. wants to watch Ocean's 8, I'll watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, no, I'm curious.
0: <laughs> we should watch it. We should.
5: It's, it's super fun. Anne Hathaway is actually pretty hilarious in this Mm -hmm. um which i haven't seen a movie with her in a while but i adored her um but i seriously i loved everyone in this movie um if you like comedy if you like high stuff if you're a fan of the previous ones um i think it's funnier than those because they they really knew like what they were going for with this one um and having a slightly smaller cast does help help with that. Oh, yeah. But their justification is that eight women can get what <laughs> twelve people <laughs> can do is easier. Like you right. don't need twelve women; you only need eight. Right? So, uh,
1: yes. It.
5: It's it's amazing. I loved all of it. So cool.
3: I like Here. it. Yeah. All right. Um, Nicole, what have you got for a movie? Actually it just came out, Ralph Breaks the Internet oh, was it amazing for just for the way that the Disney princesses um were in that yeah. movie. I hate the Disney princesses. I loved them in this movie. <laughs> oh my god. I mean just a just the preview with um <laughs> Yeah, but that's 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 only that's only a teeny yeah. part of what right. they do with the princesses. Yeah. Cool. Um okay. it's yeah, it's amazing. Um, so many references that are so much fun. Uh, my daughter really, really enjoyed it, which is another thing. Um, but yeah, man, it was just so good. I've um, the- heard
0: nothing but good things. And like yeah. that same kind of like, oh, my gosh, it's so good. You got to go see. Yeah.
3: it. Yeah, definitely. yeah, definitely. Um, my second place I'm just going to throw out real quick, but I don't want to argue with people. Um, and that is Solo. <laughs> But anyhow, let's stop solo. There. Oh. I yeah. actually
5: really enjoyed solo. Oh, okay, I, oh, yeah.
3: I, I can never remember which group of my friends didn't like it. So, be <laughs> ready. <laughs> no,
2: no, like, I enjoyed solo. I thought it was, okay. like, I thought it was like, don't get me wrong, it was a fine heist movie. Like, it, I didn't think it was like anything over the top, mind blowing special, but like, right. it, like, it was, like, it was like, it was a perfectly serviceable movie, it mm-hmm. was entertaining. At the end of the movie, I didn't feel like I'd wasted two hours and ten bucks. So, like, what else could I possibly yeah. ask for, right?
5: Yeah. yeah. Also, like, everyone was, like, just tearing it apart so much. Right. I came in with super low expectations and I came out of it like, that was actually I a know. fun movie. I don't yeah, know.
3: know what he was talking about.
0: Everybody <laughs> got their panties in a wad
3: over this. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, exactly.
5: Yeah, I mean, you know, like it, so it, it. People will get upset about
0: everything.
5: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I also love Rogue One, and people got upset about that one. So, whatever. <laughs>
2: yeah, Rogue One easily the best of the new Star Wars movies, like hands down. Yeah,
0: no i know, I agree.
4: Mm-hmm. Interesting. I disagree.
0: I but disagree too. We're
4: to fighting about Transformers. I'm
0: not-, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna throw down about anything else.
4: <laughs> I'm not I'm not emotionally invested enough in Star Wars, being that I just watched them all like mm-hmm. in 2015. So <laughs> I and watched them. So I I mean I, but I still but I actually haven't seen solo. So and and the reason was just it was not because I was opposed to it. It's just like I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that was yeah. the problem, is it didn't do enough to make me give a
5: yeah. crap. Yeah, I seriously, I just rented it from Redbox on like a random weekday night or something, and just watched it.
0: Uh, yeah, sure. like I saw, I, I saw it in the theater. Um, Julie and I went to see it, and um, I was glad I did because I thought it was a fun movie to see in the theater. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but I don't. Um, I, I don't, you know, it was one of those. It it wasn't really like a Star Wars movie, um, but it wasn't wow. supposed to be. It was a Star Wars story. Um, and I'm kind of sad yeah. that they actually canceled the Star Wars story series after it. Mm. Um, well, think, because yeah, there think, was so, there's a lot of potential there, I thought.
2: Yeah there, yeah, there was a lot of potential there. And I think just, unfortunately, like Rogue One and Solo just kind of got... I don't know. They they got a bad rap before people even went to go see them.
1: Yeah, and yeah.
2: Like, and yeah. I know didn't like, get a like, chance. yeah. Like, I, and I'm pretty sure that both of those movies made a profit. Like, I'm sure mm-hmm. that one made a profit. I don't know yeah. about Solo.
3: Solo oh, too. definitely. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, Just not phenomenally no, yeah, they, right. they
0: didn't make Star Wars profits, you know, which yeah. is what they were banking on. Exactly making but that, that kind of yeah,
2: and I and and that's that's the real tragedy of the whole thing is mm-hmm. because like because ostensibly Rogue One and Solo are both heist movies that happen right. to be set in
0: space, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right. Like, yeah, like exactly. You know, they're, that's they're what Nicole said on. when we talked about it when it came out on hashtag Shameless Plug Geeking with the Moms. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, it's just like 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 you, you can't like, you can't compare these two like like that's comparing apples and baseball bats mm-hmm. like it's just they're just two completely different things yeah exactly
0: yeah. and it shouldn't it shouldn't be it shouldn't be the way it goes well dante so what are you what are you gonna go on for oh movie?
2: god i can't choose i can't <laughs> choose um
0: what what did we do for watches so we did we, we did, did.
2: We did Infinity War,
0: Infinity we War.
2: did Wakanda Forever, yes. uh we did Ant oh, Man. Ant
0: Man, we yeah.
2: we've done Runaways. Oh wait, no, but that was that was a T V show. <laughs>
1: right.
2: <laughs> um I don't know that we've done I don't know that we've done another movie this year.
0: Was, yeah. Um, did Spider Man come out this year? No. 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 But
5: we did that no, no. was last year. Mm-hmm. I only watched it this year. So. <laughs>
1: That's all right.
0: I'm horrendously like that, bad at um, movies. We did Ready Player One for watches as well. Oh, yeah, right. I mm-hmm. forgot we did
2: Ready Player One. <sighs> uh, that's a terrible movie.
0: <laughs> uh, <that is laughs> no, not spoiler. I, I forgot about it.
2: <laughs> so obviously i 'm torn I am very torn between Black Panther and avengers infinity war i 've been a comic reader for my entire life, and those were two extremely important movies to me uh, Infinity War because I get to see all of my favorite characters from childhood on one screen in one place, acting out a comic that i've that i 've read a couple of times like against this huge cosmic villain that is like that was just barely a concept um there's just barely a concept in the comics uh and kind of a one-note character and they turned him into one of the most incredible villains that i'd ever seen and then black panther who, who was who was a character that like like i've always been kind of like luke Warmon, but then i watched this movie and they did a completely different spin on him and really played and really played up the uh the importance of legacy and and they they decided to they decided to really double down on on how how important the women behind the throne were in mm-hmm. making him the man that he becomes and just and and as a like and as a colored person in the United States of America it was very emotionally touching for me to watch to watch this movie and see that there's a person of color who's you know who's not a thug not a bank robber and not a car thief um it so i th- i think just in hearing myself talk i'm going to have to go with black panther it mm. is like it was hands down the most important superhero movie ever made and i realized that there's a whole bunch of film nerds out there because they're pretentious and they don't like to say the word movie but there's a whole bunch of <laughs> film nerds on the, out there who are just like oh superhero movies are the lowest forms of wit and like like just stop for a second <laughs> realize that this move that this movie is extraordinarily important um, extraordinarily important to the collective unconsciousness. You mm-hmm. are
0: yep. like, like, what what representation.
2: Yeah. What Marvel is doing is 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 taking representation of of women, of minorities, of mostly mostly women you know, minorities in that movie and it is, it is putting it on a big screen for everyone to see and to celebrate that there are you know that there are other cultures that there are other that there are other ways of doing things and it's and it's for once presenting black and brown people in such a positive light um and it's something that i feel like feel like we we, we still sorely need today um it's uh, yeah. it, it, it's an emotional movie for me it is on netflix if you haven't watched it 17 times already like i have <laughs> you should probably get on that um because it's free it's on netflix now you literally have no excuse so <laughs> yeah
0: that's
2: what, that's what i'm gonna go with black panther
0: Has um, to black panther was my choice as well um and it, it is in part because of its the status it's going to have in terms of representation. Uh Um, Also love the fact that they were so careful with how they represented the tribes Uh and doing like true to Africa representations of clothing and tribal rituals and jewelry and hair. I mean, like if you dig into that movie, there's so much that they did that was, you know, respectful and attentive and I brought it up in my women's studies class when we were Uh talking about, um, Cultural appropriation and representation as an example of how you can do representations of culture well. Uh Um, And I had found a Twitter um, Twitter thread that had talked about the difference between what were costumes and what was culture in that movie. Because Uh one of the things that's kind of hard to differentiate is like what is what is Wakanda, which is you know a made up.
2: (laughs) <laughs> a fictional nation, yeah. Fictional
0: nation, and what was actual culture? And somebody broke it down and said, "This is a costume. You can wear this for Halloween. Mm-hmm. This is culture. You can't wear this for Halloween." You know, and like actually yeah. went through and like broke it down. And I just thought that that was really brilliant and really important stuff to kind of pay attention to. So no. I think, Am- yeah,
1: yeah,
2: absolutely. And like, and you know, let's. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dwell on this because we already did. TG watches the Black Panther, um, but holy mackerel. Michael B. Jordan in this movie. Am I right?
0: <laughs> oh, yes, God. I posted a screenshot of how uh, how Netflix <laughs> oh. had, had put him bare-chested in my thumbnail. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I was like, thank you. Like, thank you." I don't know what part of your algorithm decided that that picture needed to be there, but Netflix, thank mm-hmm. you. That yeah, was like, lovely.
2: Yeah, like, And not only is he just like an extraordinarily attractive person, but like I'm not sure if I like him or Thanos better as like my villain of the year. Yeah, they were good.
1: Like like,
2: Killmonger was an absolutely incredible villain, three dimensional and you know, three dimensional and an extraordinarily extraordinarily relatable hashtag shameless plug. Go watch TGE watches the Black Panther. It's like yeah. And you'll see us just gush for hours about Michael B. Jordan. Yes, absolutely.
4: On the topic of Killmonger versus Thanos, um Killmonger, like, neither of them in a vacuum are wrong Mm -hmm. and I think that's what's probably so interesting about those two villains like, legit, they both have a point and they took that point to, like, sociopathic, crazy ends but, like, Thanos doesn't really care about society, he's you know, but, like, Killmonger had a point and he wasn't wrong like, he was just Mm -hmm. a jerk and um, I think that's one of the yep. things that really got me the whole time. I was like, but he's kind of right. You guys could have
0: yeah, saved the
4: entire world. Like, you, yeah. we could have all had these weapons. He had the like,
0: right the right idea. Like, he had the right ideology. <laughs> like, he had the right ideas. Yeah. He had bad execution.
4: Yeah. Well, execution- he had great execution. He had great execution. Well, he was just no, a jerk but- about it.
0: I mean, you know, like... I mean, it worked,
4: yeah. except for the fact that, you know, that that the real Black Panther whooped his ass. But, like, other than that, he did great. He did exactly... I mean, it you almost know. worked if it wasn't for those damn kids. You know, you and, know? Like,
2: and, and let's be real here. Like, at the end of the movie, Killmonger got his wish, where Wakanda starts reaching out and, right. and, and, and influencing the rest of the world and sharing right. their technology and sharing their knowledge. Like, ki- like... I, I I challenge you to give me another movie where at the end of it the hero admits that the villain was right.
0: Right. Yeah. And and
4: we also have the extra stuff that we know Thanos is coming. Right. Like While watching that movie, we know Thanos is coming, and we're like, wow, wouldn't it be great if every military on Earth had these things? Wow, wouldn't it be great if the moon had the Wakandan shield and, like, a base on it? Like, mm-hmm. wouldn't it have been awesome? And we would have been there, like, if Wakanda had done that. Now, admittedly, I mean, so we had extra knowledge that we right. knew – yeah, the an existential threat to the earth was coming and they didn't. And, and it's like, they made this global universe spanning conflict and they made it personal. Um, And that was, you know, it really felt like a personal fight, even though like we knew like really the fate of the universe was, you know, in the balance, even though, you know, I, I think that's one of the best yeah. kind of comic stories you can have. They really kind of yeah. took it and just made it.
0: So um, Eric made a quick comment here. Um, he says he's on the fence about Thanos, but he thinks that Infinity War 2 will reveal more about Thanos' motivation. Mm. Might give us a little bit more depth about who he is. All right. Uh, Steven, what's your movie role? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to keep us like- Go, go go,
4: go, go, go. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm just going to say Infinity War. Um, okay. And part of that is just to give a- you know Dante put a lot of words into the universe and I agree with everything he said um uh the, the real thing that I appreciate about infinity war is um there are a lot of people who spent 10 years going to marvel movies and getting engrossed in comic book culture etc but they never really knew what we know which is um until the story is over anything can go and so they finally saw like this is what happens at the end of it sometimes dude like th- th- and so like my mother called me and was like i can't believe they did that Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean you can't believe they did that? This is a comic book. And she's like, but you told me all these rules. And, you know, and like, cause I've been telling her forever. It's so if you don't see a body, they're not dead. And she's like, but there are no bodies. <laughs> I'm like, but this, but this isn't the end of the movie. This is a six right. hour movie Right? That they cut it at. And, mm-hmm. you know, like just, so um, that moment, like where my mother called me, like, because we had spent 10 yep. years following certain rules but they just never. I never anticipated, I didn't anticipate it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, and so they they showed real. Like this is how comic books work. That yeah, it's the end of an issue, cool. yeah. and Wolverine's getting his freaking claws ripped off of him, and peace. You know, like this is admittedly that wasn't the end of an issue. Don't don't at me anybody, but th- you know what I mean. Like yeah. this is the thing. <laughs> also, everything they told us was a lie. I believe nothing
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
0: none of that is real i don't my complaint that was my complaint about it in general so well i mean
4: i I don't know if that's a complaint i'm excited what it means is nothing is done i don't believe anyone they showed me is dead is actually dead i don't believe none of it none of it is real it's all Uh, a lie lies Uh,
0: lies.
2: loki and gamora are both gone i'm i am absolutely positive of that but anyway, wander
0: down this, listen to the Geek Embassy watches <laughs> yeah. hear us argue about this point, too. <laughs> yeah, this is, I
4: mean, you might be right, one. but until I'm proving it, it's a lie, it's a lie.
0: <laughs> All right. So let's wrap up um, real quick. Um, well, because I think we've already we already discussed <laughs> our wild cards uh, before we started recording. And I know that three of us have the same one. <laughs>
3: So I'm gonna say so we what is start it? there. <laughs>
4: I ahead, didn't Nicole. hear any of this. I was dealing with <laughs> uh, you
3: Oh, I'm going, uh GeekroCon. GeekroCon is always the most amazing convention um to be at for numerous reasons. Um this year was very special um because the three of us got to talk about Game of Thrones, um, which was a ton of fun, yes. even yes. though being on the freaking main stage main <laughs> was stage.
0: Very, very nerve-wracking. Uh, um, I know Nicole came in, she's like, I'm freaking out yeah i know
3: like yeah um thanks because like i was nervous enough it's been a while since i spoke i used to speak all the time and it had been like three years since i did any speaking and regina's like we're on the main stage She's like what the Oh my god! <laughs> um, so I spent most of the time before uh, we started speaking, um, hanging out in the uh, D- DIY science zone with my daughter, watching her very, um, very adorably hold a bunch of bugs, mm-hmm. um, which is always a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um,
0: but Next yeah, year. it's awesome. Next yeah. year we'll have both our girls there because I'm, I'm definitely going yes. to because I, I was like, I was like, oh, I. It was the first time I've been at a con where I was really like she needs to see this <laughs> because this yeah. is like, it's so, it's so well done. And it, yeah, so much, Stephen, you,
3: you know. need to come and bring Maggie. Yeah. yeah. because yeah, we'll It's GoFund- so much
4: easier for me to get there. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> where is it? It's in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Maybe you know, we can we'll start least, a GoFundMe or something like that. Yeah. At
4: least I can, at least I can crash at your place. Right. So we can have Maggie and Anna do nerdy crap.
3: Yeah, for sure.
4: I'm totally crashing your house for PAX West, by the way, just in case
3: you
1: you didn't, you didn't know, know, yet, know yet, but I'm if just you, telling you. you hadn't
0: gotten the memo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I wanted to say the Girl Con always, always the best. Um, and I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, Andrew just sent um, the audio. And pictures that he. Oh so, no, I didn't see that. I just got that email. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I just got that email. So I'll be putting those up. Hopefully, see if I can get my act together this week and get them up and get them out for us to listen to on the site, so everybody can go listen to us geek out for an hour about Game of Thrones. Um, so uh, Isabel and I were both also on two other panels. Um, <laughs> I was on a panel about podcasting, which. I absolutely loved it. It was a great panel. I was really honored to be included, although I was like the veteran podcaster there because everybody's like, "Oh yeah, I started a year and a half ago." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, I started 6 years ago." <laughs> it was a lot harder to figure out how to podcast. Yeah.
3: Wow, wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cuz I
3: start like um I was when I was at IGN, I started Girl Fight and that was in 2010.
0: Yeah, see, that was even before I mean, for me. I started in 2012. Yeah. The spring of 2012 was when I started yeah. Game on Girl originally. So, yeah, I felt like I was like, okay, well, here we are. Um, and <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Uh, but it was really cool. Damn. And I was one, on one for uh, Geeky Moms and talking about, like, how we managed to keep our, our geeky interests and do our, like, kind of side stuff as we continue to be moms, um, which was full of a bunch of really interesting women who are also moms. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a very interesting panel. It was an interesting but, panel. Yes. <laughs> I'm story that We're going to
4: hear off the air. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to ask off the air.
0: There are lots of rabbit holes that people went down in oh, the, yeah. the panel. Um, there so was, that was
5: arguably almost too many people on that panel. There were, <laughs> yes. Yeah, there were too yeah, many there people was. on that panel.
0: Yeah. And I think she just wanted to include all of us who had shown interest in such, shit, which I appreciate. But it, it definitely, there were what's Six of us, and then yeah, it was
3: way too much. Yeah, yeah, and then
0: a moderator, and there was sp- somebody who didn't show. So yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot. It was nice. definitely a lot. Anyway, and Isabel can talk about her two other panels. Well.
5: Um, yeah, this year Geek Girl, Geek Girl Con was awesome. Um, I was on the Game of Thrones panel that we did. I was on one about um Latinx representation in media. That was also really cool. That was really good. Um. That I hadn't actually known that I was doing because
0: <laughs> until, until literally hours before, <laughs> until like
5: the day before. So that was that was interesting, but it actually ended up being pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I was on a Stephen Universe panel, which was amazing. Like and I've packed. never had that much fun. It was like yeah, that was standing po- room only. Possibly the most packed i've ever seen yeah a panel i've been on
0: um like they were turning people away from the line
2: oh wow and i
0: had to pull the i'm isabella's grip card i need to get <laughs> like, I have stuff for one of the presenters and i had a presenter oh. badge so they uh, ushered me in and i'm like yeah
5: um but it like <laughs> yeah. we started the panel with a sing-along from the show
1: yeah it was,
5: was amazing yeah. and i still regina if you have any video from that because I, I saw you were trying. Oh, to Oh, I think I did do. I can't you remember. I think I did to part just of the sing along.
0: Yeah, I did part of the sing along. I don't think I did the whole thing because there was like this musical interlude that went on a little too long for me to record it. But <laughs> I think I did the beginning of it. I'll have to. Switch.
5: Um, I yeah, I think I actually have the audio recording, or someone else recorded it, so I have to. Yeah, you know, that would be cool. Um, but it was seriously the most fun, and we're yeah. trying to get it at. Um, Emerald City. Emerald City. So I'm really crossing my yeah. fingers that we're we hoping do it to get
0: the, the Game of Thrones one in yes. Emerald City as well. So and yeah. their their submissions so. closed for panels like this week. So yeah, hopefully we'll be hearing back from them quickly. So uh,
5: yeah, I think it, I think it ends at the end of this week. Actually, it's, I think it's on the fifth. Yeah. Um, but it was just like mind blowing how.
0: Excited people were. Oh my god! I, that, the like, energy part was like so ste- full. I am not a Steven <laughs> Universe. And that's not one of my fandoms. Um, and I was trying to live tweet it, but there was so much like interreference to things that I was. Just, I know, like, and not. I tried.
5: I tried. That's did. one of the things that I was trying to like yeah. get under control. Yeah. Um. But I think a
0: lot of the people, were a lot a fan of the people who were really so. Fans. But the energy in that room for that panel was by. It's what I love about Geek Girl Con. You know, I've been to lots of different cons, lots of different size cons. Lots of different themes, and um, I will go on record to say, s- stay independent as long as you can. Since yep. our local con has been bought out, and I'm I'm already uh, sad see what's happening I'm with that. Very upset about it. Yeah, so um, I'm really sad, and uh, they were bought by the big bad of con um, companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we'll see how that changes things because we we already saw evidence of that this, this year. year. At, at rose city so that was yeah. kind of sad so i'm really hoping that geek girl con manages to stay independent and doesn't get swept up in that because it definitely changes and you i can hope see, so yeah i hope so too i think it will just because of its mission well but, it, it's um, never like expanded because it could easily do a
5: three or four day thing yeah it, it, it's like very adamant about keeping it to it's
0: the two days and way like, bigger and trying it to up the yeah, diversity yeah. it's bigger than the one when it was i mean they were only on two floors when we first went um yeah so they See,
3: they're, they're, the expo hall actually this year seemed smaller to me than it was last year uh, it seemed to so, me too
5: um,
3: yeah i and, think yeah, they
5: blocked yeah. off more of it or-
0: yeah, but I think it was it was divided up a little. bit. Anyway, that's that's us kind of going on yeah. a tangent about it. We don't need to head on there. But um, if you ever have a chance to attend Geek Girl Con, um, to any of you who are watching or listening, yes. you don't uh, have to. What? <laughs> I said, you don't have to be a girl. You don't my have kids, to be yeah. a girl. And bring your kids. Yeah, bring your kids. There's a huge do-it-yourself science zone, which is just, like I said, I can't wait to to bring my mini there next year. So, so There's also a huge gaming zone, too. There's a huge so, gaming yep. zone as well. Yeah, there's lots of cool stuff. All right. Um, Dante,
2: mm-hmm.
0: what you got? So
2: wild card. my wild card is, uh, is sports-related. Um, which I realize is, is is kind of antithetical to the whole geeky thing, but I promise no. it's not it's not major American sports. Uh, this is a this is a, a, a small but rapidly growing sport called roller derby uh, that you've probably mm. heard
0: of. Roller derby, uh, geeky enough.
2: Yeah, I, I just wanted to be like, listen, it's a sport, but I just I wanted to see the air just deflate out of the room when I hear when I say the word sports ball. <laughs> to be happy,
5: there's um, no ball in roller derby you are the ball <laughs> not,
2: until not until tonight 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 we're doing a fundraiser game where the audience gets oh, to god. pay for different rules and one of them is play roller derby with a ball and oh, i don't Jesus. know how that's gonna work out but i have to officiate it anyway god
5: i would get so hurt <laughs> okay good luck
2: it, it's gonna okay. be terrible um but yeah uh I, I've I've been officiating roller derby for about eight years or something like that, and I finally made it to my first World Championships. Um, I did I didn't didn't get to make it to World Championships for the women, but I did it for uh, for men, and it was it's an international championship. We had teams from the United States, from uh, from France, from Britain, from I uh, I think Scotland as well, um, and one and one team from uh, from Mexico and at least two from Canada all come to Salem, Oregon and compete for the international roller derby championships. And I was on the bronze medal game and I was really excited about that. It was, it was, it was a justification of a lot of hard work and literal blood, sweat and tears that I have put into this game um, as well as four knee surgeries. So go me. Um, But it is, uh, it's, 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 it, it is a big passion of mine, and I was, uh, I was very excited, humbled, honored to have been, um, to, to have been chosen for it. And, uh, I, yeah, and I, I was continued, I was continued to be told that I was one of the top. Uh, referees in my position so i was just like yeah look yeah. at that i know how to do my job
0: <laughs> go dante um, go.
2: and i skate fancy uh so that's you that's do skate cool.
0: fancy i've seen i've seen <laughs> evidence of skate fancy hashtag skate fancy
2: it's it's pretty great hashtag <laughs> <laughs> um, damn it
0: dante <laughs> I, yeah
2: hashtag oh, it's always hashtag damn it dante um I, so it, yeah and I, I was really upset that um that this episode is not next week because this weekend or not this weekend because we're already in this weekend, but the next weekend, I'm going to Grand Prix Portland, and I'm going to play in the main event. It's this huge wow. magic room with a whole bunch of professionals, and I'm just gonna be there like, I'm cool, and I want to go ahead and play with you, and I'm probably gonna scrub out and go like oh and eight, but that's okay yeah. because it's gonna you, be a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> you went there that you did it. that's important. um Absolutely. I just want to say, um. Uh, Eric said he made a suggestion for uh, when he said uh, roller derby with a ball. And he said it should be called roller ball.
2: <laughs> like the LL Cool J movie. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all about it. <laughs> Not like I've seen that movie. <laughs> right?
0: <Never. laughs> all right. Stephen, what do you have for your wild card?
4: You know, I've, th- I've been thinking about this this whole time, largely because I was—I had no warning that I had to come up with something that was not media related. But here's what I'm going to say: um, my wild card pick for my favorite thing of 2018 is the new day. The new day. The new day. Okay, so um, here's what this is. Um, I'm going to I'm going to paint you guys a picture because no one knows what it is except I think Nicole because she's heard me talk about it before. Um, <laughs> making a face. Um, uh, Actually, no, I
3: don't it, know what this is. Please enlighten me.
4: The New Day is a faction in the WWE.
3: Uh, um,
4: so let, me, <laughs> let me paint a picture for you guys, because this is amazing. It's three disparate um, black professional wrestlers who have been around for a long time. Their gimmicks never work. And they put them together originally as a group of bad guy gospel singers. They're like gospel singers slash preachers. You know, the New Day, you can picture it. They, picked, they sold them as like they were going to come out and preach to people, uh-huh. but they were going to be bad guys. And eventually they moved into this thing called the power of positivity. Oh um, and now, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, it is amazing. Um, they now have carte blanche to do basically whatever they want. Um, they came out at one WrestleMania dressed like characters from Final Fantasy. Uh, they came out. Of <laughs> a giant, they came out of a giant cereal box at another uh, WrestleMania. Like three characters from Dragon Ball Z. My um, God. One of them plays a trombone. He's had three of them. all of them have different names. Oh, now gracious. they throw pancakes into the audience. I'm literally not kidding. They come out with a tray <laughs> of pancakes and they throw them out of the audience. Um, they can do whatever they want. At one point they drove one of the whole-timey ice cream bicycles with. Oh, like, my my they, were they were trying to get people to want them to do an ice cream. They've had a cereal uh-huh. uh, called Bootios not even kidding you. Um, uh, They are grown men who come out in rainbow unicorn horns. Um, (laughs) It is the most absurd thing you've ever seen. This is what I would say. Even if you don't like wrestling, which I'm sure it sounds like no one in this group other than me does. (laughs) I I used to watch it. (laughs) Okay, so watch them on YouTube and just look up The New Day. They are always good guys, so they're never doing like And um, they are three men who are absolute best friends that get to travel around the world and do really stupid crap. And it is so joyous to watch them. Mm -hmm. Don't even watch their matches. I don't even care about their matches. Their matches are great. If you like wrestling, but like just watch their entrances, their intros. They love playing with kids. Um, Literally every time I watch wrestling, all I want to do is see what the new day did. Um, And they have super cuts of all over the place. And also, uh, one of the guys has a YouTube channel called Up Up Down Down, and they all often appear on it and talk a lot of trash. So that is my wild card, and I think everyone needs a little bit of joy in their life. Look up a new day entrance; you will mm-hmm. understand why I love it, and then you'll learn a little bit about me because I love <laughs> absurd bullshit. And mm-hmm. they that are delightful. They, they throw pancakes into the audience. Yeah. It's called Pancake Power, right? Um there you go. That's my wild card. It's the
6: new All right. day. It's Sounds awesome.
0: All right. I like it. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me today and sharing your favorites from 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh I'll have a write-up going up with um uh, uh your homework is to send me links for everything that you <laughs> talked about today. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that you would like included on the post. Um just a couple of like really quick things for mm-hmm. um for uh, the geek embassy that I want to want to close with here. Mm -hmm. Um, And Eric said, thanks for the hangout. Thanks for watching and uh, talking to us, Eric. I always appreciate when we have at least somebody out there (laughs) while we're live. So really quick. um, uh, I have asked Nicole to step up as um, uh, managing editor for uh, the geek embassy. uh, And she agreed Thankfully, I know we have to talk still about what <laughs>
3: that means
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, but what I'm hoping is it's a little bit more sanity for me because things are just a little overwhelming for me right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So she's going to come in and help us with um, with uh, some of the content and, and maybe some of the cat wrangling um, that needs to happen uh, <laughs> with some of the people who make content for TGE. Um, <laughs> don't look at me <laughs> I was trying not to look I was trying to look at my window so I didn't look like I was looking at anyone um, uh, also uh, we are looking for someone also to help with social media on mm-hmm. uh, the Geek Embassy so if uh, someone would like to come in um, all of the positions at the Geek Embassy are unpaid, um, but I'd like somebody who could drive a little bit more content to our Facebook page. So if someone is interested in social media experience and gaining experience running a brand, um, we're looking for someone to help with that. Um, I give great reference. Um, that's the one thing that I can give to everybody who contributes to the Geek Embassy. Uh, someone who is in this Hangout right now can attest to the fact that Yay! I do indeed help people
5: get she jobs. She found me my job, well, so... I did. Yeah, that's no right. I actually you. found the
0: post, the job post for Isabella and I was like you need to apply for this and when they called me I stopped my car and pulled over on the side of the road and <laughs> talked nonstop right. for oh, 25 right. minutes about how awesome she was and yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Regina. I am eternally grateful. (laughs) So I do actually, this is what I try to help with. I do try to like. I mean, I also,
5: I am also your on-call babysitter.
0: There's that too. So, uh... you know, she's got, you know, she's got kind of an in here. So yes. I like Um, it. And uh, one of the new things that that I didn't talk about for 2018 is that Stephen and uh, the podcast panel I was on actually talked about Anchor FM. Uh, and so Steven, Nicole, and I all have our own Anchor FM, uh, podcast now. Uh, so mine is called Game On Girl On The Go. Uh, and I'll be recording from my car, um, talking about Game On Girl and gender and gaming. Um, Nicole is doing a rundown of Dun Dun Dun! Game of Thrones. Game of thrones. I'm
3: thrones. Geeky, geeky yes. Thrones Girl. Geeky Thrones Girl. I just wanted to toss this out real quick. Lots of people don't watch the show because they are uncomfortable with, um, sexual scenes so what i'm doing is i'm giving a rundown of the plots of all of the episodes so you can skip all of the being uncomfortable awesome. um because i'll just say there's a brothel scene and move right on so
4: <laughs> awesome. it's amazing i actually i i bounced after one episode and now i'm totally in in the audio drama that is, that
1: Game
0: is of narrated by nicole <laughs> And Geeky Thrones Girl. I mean, there's and, really
5: uh, no one better to tell you it. Because... There really is. This, this
0: is true. Like, <laughs> yeah. you want the expertise? It's psychoplete. It's psychoply- yeah. <laughs> yes. of it. Yeah. And Steven's is called the EFG Daily Commute. Yes? Yeah,
4: it's called the yeah. EFG Daily Commute.
0: EFG Daily Commute. So go check that out. Also check out everything on Engaged mm-hmm. Family Gaming. Um, and we're going to all be work- kind of working more closely together between our two sites and, um, the next year. So... Uh, keep an eye out for all of that. Uh, follow all of us. Have everybody give a shout out for your uh, your Twitter. Or uh, yes,
2: I'm uh, I'm at Dante Informal.
5: I'm at Isarizzo on Twitter.
3: Nicole. Oh, I'm at Nicole Tanner. Plus, we need to, um, well, we've, we have promoted it for, for, before, but the geeking with the moms. Yes. Myself, Regina, and, um, Stephen every other week. We talk about games, movies, books, comics, uh, TV. Awesome. We do the whole rundown. Um, as it's happened thus far, games seem to dominate more of the conversation than the mm-hmm. other ones, but I'm trying to,
0: yeah, we're trying, we're finding a balance. We yeah. also share parenting stories there too. Yes. So if you're yes. interested in like geeky parenting stuff, that's where we talk about that stuff too. Yeah. Which can be really funny. Oh, yeah. it was one of my geek out, one of my um, wild cards was going to be the fact that my daughter has embraced puns. Yes. And yes. Has learned puns this year. And God. Her favorite, as she was playing Mario Party, was she's like, totally get it, mommy, toad. Like, toad. <laughs>
2: You're raising her correctly. I I am d- I'm doing what
0: I can. I'm outnumbered. I'm Someone games. help me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Steven, what's your social media info? Uh,
4: so on Twitter, you can find me at EF gaming and just any other social media profile, just type in engage family game and you'll get me.
0: Yeah. Check us out. Check them out. Check all of our definitely check out the geek embassy.com mm-hmm. uh, where you can also find links to uh, geeking with the moms game on girl. Um, the Geek Embassy's podcast as well, which Dante is host for the Geek Embassy mm-hmm. Watches, yep. which I'm hoping we're going to be bringing back a little bit more regular content. We will. <laughs> next, year, <laughs> next year is uh, some of our favorite shows come back. Mm-hmm. So thanks so much for hanging out with us. And until next time, get your geek on.
1: Later, everybody.